podcast what's with the neighbors um I'm that's Bri. that's Bree. i'm amy and this is our true crime paranormal podcast this We're- is episode 13 <gasps> i have Ooh, a really good- i didn't do anything special i love I number 13. a good one for number 13 oh cool that's good yeah this is oh episode the wine's getting to me um this is my- episode 13 right yeah my eyes keep crying dude stop crying big baby i'm Gosh. so sorry i thought i was I'm the emotional so one today to you. <laughs> i i feel like i'm gonna cry when i see you just saying i better not like i don't know why that like the edges of my eyes feel super cold dude cold. your, your cold. eyeliner looks really good today thank you your hair looks really good too you look good thank you i don't wash I, it I would have done more. Uh, <laughs> I would have done more, but um, I just got back from the store. Oh, and it is uh, on the way to the store. It was thirty-eight below freezing, Ew. or uh, thirty-eight below. Not you still look really freezing. good. Don't even say that about yourself. Thanks, pal. I'm wearing oh, my Christmas. Wearing my Christmas shirt. I told oh, you I was gonna wear a Christmas shirt for every episode this month. I'm so happy that the eggnog that. made me do it. It's got a sloth on it because sloths are adorable. Sloths are adorable. They're adorbs. They're so slow. Do you have a neighborhood story? Or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. (laughs) So I... I, We have announcements. Hold on. Announce. Sorry. Announcements. 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 Make your announcement short and sweet, short and sweet, short and sweet. Make your announcement short and sweet because you're so boring. Boring. I didn't know where you were going I was wondering if that. I should just like cut it halfway and then I was like, I'll let her decide. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode is coming out on the 12th. Video episode's the 10th though. The video episode is, yes, for Patreon donors, it comes out on the 10th. The premiere of this comes out on the 10th. But, oh, I guess it's too late then for the announcements. Well, you yeah, have I was, until I the end of tell t- you. I guess you should have until the end of today there you to go. become you have, a yep. Patreon donor to can, get a Christmas present from yep. us. And you can see what's happening, you know with all of our stuff and yeah. we have a secret episode coming out guys we do and it's only for patreon donors and you can see stuff about our reunion too yep absolutely Amy and, and i are so... finally going to be reunited finally reunited and it feels so good sorry i missed you a lot it's beautiful <laughs> tired of my husband <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> <laughs> so you have until the end of tonight uh which is uh december 10th to become a patreon order patreon donor get on that donor bus for five bucks a month so you can get all that super cool exclusive content and a christmas present from us wwtn swag 
I don't know yeah. why I just said that. I'm too old to say swag. Um, also, you know, like this comes out on the 10th video. So like Patreon donors spread the message, yeah. you know, we're going to be posting lots of stuff on our Facebook page, not the, cause the, that stuff is shareable. So if you mm -hmm. go to our Facebook page, you can share those posts. And if you share them about, uh, becoming a Patreon donor, then, you know, maybe more people will join. So, well, you know, and you know what? Maybe the word. we will just have like to have those Patreon Sorry. donors become. What'd you say about a cult? I said I feel like a cult by saying oh. "spread the word" of <laughs> WWE. Spread the word. Um, maybe we should have a contest just for Patreon donors. Oh, snap! You get an extra sticker. You can. <laughs> You get no. <laughs> Maybe like like if they can get other Patreon donors, they can get something cool. One I don't know. Month off. I don't know. One month off. <laughs> if we can get twenty, that's a really high number. That is I very, have very high, high expectations right now. Yes, if you do. we can get five. <laughs> <laughs> If we can get 10 Patreon donors by the Ten. end of this month, then we'll put out another bonus episode there just on Patreon. Just I'm on sorry, Patreon. Amy. I just added stuff extra to our You sure did, workload. but you know what? I'm here for it because <laughs> guess what? I want us to get Patreon donors because I want to do the stuff that we keep talking about to do for the oh Patreon. God, I don't yeah. even care about the money. I just We're want talking about to pranks, guys. Pranks. Yes. We have stuff that we want to do so bad, but we're like, nope, we got to save it for the Patreon donors. Yep. Not that but we, we don't want to waste it on our parents, but you know, they've oh seen gosh, it all, no, done it all, ew. whatever. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Ugh. but we love you guys more than anything. And thank you for being Patreon donors. But gosh dang it, we want authentic Patreon donors. We want the real deal, not just support. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we want people here that are here for the exclusive content, not for good job, guys. Good another good episode. Thanks, mom. <laughs> totally my mom out of mama. obligation. <laughs> uh, I was I was talking to my dad the other day. I don't remember what we were talking about, but we were talking about the podcast and he was like, uh He's like, well, where can I like see that? And I was like, oh, you have to be a Patreon donor. <laughs> and he was like, isn't your mom a Patreon donor? And I was like, well, then talk to her about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Double dipping. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Won't have it. Her and one. The surprise that per we household. Have. Yes. There you go. Uh, the surprise that we have for everybody coming out on the 10th or 12th um, is on my it was on my computer and I was on the at the sitting at the counter and she so leaned sad. over and my mom leaned over. She's like, what is that? And I was like, slammed it shut. And I was like, you don't get to see. Just wait. Just we'll wait. Soon. She's like, I'm your mom. And I was like, no. I'm you so excited. see it on the 10th. I I literally teared up at it this morning. So guys, it's I'm amazing. So excited. I know. Anyways, so those Anyways. are our announcements. That was super long. I don't think we have anything um, else. My story is like 15 pages today. Oh. So. 15 pages front and back. 
You no. don't watch Friends. I'm sorry, dude. Except he said 16 pages. I'm pretty sure. I'm really getting into said. Dexter, though. That's for sure. I need to watch that. It, so it, going- it's hard to get into, but it's definitely worth it. I, I'm going to push to it. I'm going to push through yeah. it. You got to push through like the first couple episodes. <sighs> push it. Sorry. Push it real good. <laughs> I'm going to sit um... here and cry the whole time. <laughs> Why are my eyes so watery? <laughs> You I should know. just let them water, like just let the tears come. Is it dry there? Mm-mm. No. Well, you know, there's no reason to cry in my stories. So, I mean, some people <laughs> die, but some people probably die in your story. So, <sighs> are you ready for? You never know, Brie. You never know. You never know. True okay. crime doesn't always mean murders. Sorry, <laughs> I have that up here. She goes off sometimes, and it scares me. Um, okay, That's disturbing. So, our latest neighborhood story I have weird. It's titled "Weird Printing." Uh, this is not quite a suspicious incident. I just now heard my printer running mysteriously by itself, and it turned out to be printing unstoppably many sheets of erotica. What is many sheets? Like small? No, many sheets, like multiple, oh, multiple many. sheets. Like, mul- yeah, multiple. Yeah. Uh, looks like it is aimed at males. I am an older mo- woman living alone, so I can just dump it. Oh, so I can just dump it. But it would be pretty bad if this came to a house with children. I don't seem to be able to interrupt the printing. To add insult to injury, of course, it is using a lot of ink to print these images. Ink is expensive. I'd be pissed. Ink is expensive. Has anyone else had this happen? And do you know who to report it to? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Her name's I Marjorie. Love it. Thanks, Marjorie. 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 I like that name. It's a good name. That's a good name. All right. Uh, do you, oh wait, who goes first this week? Well, last oh. week was the neighborhood. Uh, the oh, you went first last week. I'm gonna go first. I'm just gonna make. I'm okay. just gonna initiate it. I'm gonna take the lead. Take the lead. Mine's short. I like mixing it up so our listeners so don't we can surprise know. them. Like boom. Hey, if I look to my left, you're there on my right in the picture. Hey, Amy. Hello, friend. How are you? It's like we're really talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Again, people, this is the perks of being a Patreon donor. You get to see this wonderful Zoom magic happen. (laughs) Amy and I are together again. Okay. Okay, but hold on. Let's let's pretend to laugh at each other again. Okay. How are you? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so good. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's cheers. It's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Wait. Ow! Oh, what's wrong way? Pretending to hit me. 
thought you ran. I thought you ran into something. Oh I was god! I thought you were gonna hit me, so I was pretending to like react to it, but I went the wrong way. Oh. Ah! <laughs> Super late. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god! You have so much editing to do with this. I'm so it's sorry. Okay. I'm having fun. I am too. Okay. All right. I'm ready. So I decided to do a story this week that was a little bit closer to home. Not this home. Sorry, guys. I love Alaska. By the way, did we mention that we're in North Pole, Alaska, and it's Christmas time? What? Anyway. It's Christmas 24-7. Yeah, yeah, it is. Totally. Um, <clears throat> so I re- I moved two years ago from, I'm going to say the Pensacola area. It was small town Halt. Shout out. Pensacola. Halt. Crestview. Oh. Fort Walton Beach. What up? Everybody. All my friends there. What's up, guys? Um, that don't so, listen to us. That don't listen to us. You guys need to jump on the supportive train. Anyway, um, Come so on, this, guys. this week I wanted to do a story that's a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. And um, as I don't know if a lot of people know, but Pensacola is like the home of the Blue Angels, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. has really awesome beaches, white sand or sugar white sand and emerald clear water beaches beautiful um and also like ted bundy was found there so you know that's pretty cool too you know no big deal you probably know that uh so yeah i'm gonna tell you guys a story about the pensacola lighthouse yeah so there's can i tell hold on can i tell you a riddle about a lighthouse Oh, damn it. I just gave it away. I probably won't remember anyway, so it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. So, I'm drinking on an empty stomach, man. Go okay. for it. So a man came home after a night of being out, turned on the news, saw oh. that there was a boat wreck, ran upstairs, turned on the light, and jumped out the window. Why did he jump out the window? It's a lighthouse. Because it was a lighthouse. <laughs> Can I tell you a riddle about a lighthouse? <laughs> Punchline. <laughs> this is where a- <laughs> Amy tells the best riddles. She doesn't try to f*** with your mind. Oh. <laughs> Say that again, please. That was so really good. <laughs> I'm so sorry for John. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get in the story. You can cut that out. Okay. Amy tells the best story. She doesn't try to mess with your mind. <laughs> no mind games here. Sorry, Candy. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get to the story about the Pensacola Lighthouse. Okay. A little history for you. Um, in March of 1823, uh, Congress authorized $6,000 for Pensacola, for the Pensacola Lighthouse. Um, so like until, until the lighthouse was actually completed, they had like a floating, um, like a floating lighthouse, like a vessel, um, like a boat that yeah. was called the Aurora Borealis. Um, oh, and it was transferred, cool. yeah, it was transferred from the, from Mississippi and it was their pretty much taking place of a area to for to serve the same purpose until right. they had a lighthouse ready and their lighthouse became ready so they took that one put it in Pensacola. Okay. So on uh March 24th, 1824, Winslow Lewis 
uh, he responded to an ad in the Boston Patriot, and he offered to build a lighthouse for $4,927. That seems really cheap to me. This is why I included the price. No, I did not convert it. Um, Dang it. I'm sorry. And he said okay. he would have it converted in just 30 days, which seems really fast to me. That's and I feel really like, fast. Yeah, I feel like it probably got done crappily. But yeah, that's just me. Excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, the lighthouse was uh, officially lit on December 20th um, of 1824, and the first keeper was Jeremiah Ingram. He was a bachelor, and uh, within being there for two years, he actually got married to Michella. I think it's Michella. Michaela? Michaela? That's a pretty name. I don't I know. I just made that up. Did you really make that up? No, I'm pretty sure there's someone out there named oh, Michaela. Okay, we're gonna say Michaela. Okay. Um, together they kept the lighthouse. They or they kept up the lighthouse, and they actually raised three children there. Um, it was their home. Okay. And when Jeremiah eventually passed away in 1840, um, the wife took over and uh, took on all the responsibilities of the keeper. And uh, in the 1840s. Uh, the clockwork mechanism actually crashed and two people were hired to uh, rotate the lamps by hand, which sounds oh, really terrible, yeah. <clears throat> until the repairs were made. Um, Michaela maintained her position until her own death, which was in 1855, and then her son-in-law took over. It's Michaela. Um, Mika okay, it is Michaela. Okay, thank you. Um, just, I've been thinking about it. It's good. It's fine. I appreciate that. In 1850, uh, complaints started being made about the lighthouse. The fact that like uh, people said it was too dim and that it was being blocked by trees. So um, the lighthouse board, which was a new thing, um, got together and decided that they were going to have another lighthouse built. And it would okay. be no less than 150 feet and in Pensacola, which this other one was as well yeah so they gave twenty five thousand dollars for the lighthouse in 1854 which is a lot more than the other one <clears throat> yeah it is. and an additional thirty thousand in 1856 so this house was like fifty five thousand dollars compared to like five thousand almost five thousand dollars <laughs> okay well how many years had gone by uh why do you ask me math 1824 to 1850, so only like 25 years. Yeah, it shouldn't have been in flex that much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, half a mile, it, the new lighthouse was actually set to be built uh, about a half a mile away from the original one. Um, oh. It was uh, at the NAS uh, naval base there in Pensacola. Mm -hmm. um, once it was completed, it was officially lit on January 1st, 1859. Um, it was 150, it is 150 feet tall. It is 15 Jeez. stories and it has 177 steps and going, it went through 11 keepers throughout its life. Um, over That's the- That's not a whole lot. No, I mean, but you I mean, you have to think about people live for, but, I mean, yeah. people are probably serving yeah. it for like maybe 40, 30 years. Yeah. 
um, over its 160 years of standing, it's seen a lot of history ranging from wars, natural disasters, and even some deranged ducks. Ducks? Yep. yep I'll get back to that. Uh, so, <laughs> so during the Civil War, uh, the Confederates took control over the tower and were actually able to watch the opposing forces, the Union, across the bay. Um, and in November of 1861, a two battle, a two day battle erupted and half a dozen rounds were fired towards the lighthouse and hit the batteries, didn't oh damage gosh. the outside somehow. Um, but they hit the batteries and the Confederate soldiers were forced to evacuate, um, leaving it to the union. Wow. I know this stuff is boring, but it's some of it's, it's important. Part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just history. It's pretty cool. I like um, history. I found it fascinating. I really like this era. Um, era. In 1874 era. and 1875, the lighthouse was struck by lightning, uh, <laughs> damaging metal fixtures inside of the house. I mean, you never think about that with lighthouses being struck by lightning. So tall. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and it's by the ocean. Um, so it damaged like some metal fixtures on the inside. And uh, in 1880. Nope, everybody's good. In 1885, uh, the lantern was damaged when some deranged flying ducks flew into the lens room. And I only included that because on the Pensacola Lighthouse website, they had a timeline, and that was the that was one of the points <laughs> in 1885. And I was like, by golly, I'm gonna include some freaking deranged ducks. They were drunk driving, they, drunk they flying. They are important. Flying <laughs> drunk ducks. <laughs> Let's include the ducks, guys. <laughs> uh, so, and Wait, did I'll they get... cause damage? Yeah, they they uh, took out. They took out a lantern. They ruined the lantern. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the lantern got damaged from them uh, from flying in there. Did um, or did they or did they not get arrested? They for flying drunk, you know, deranged. You know, it was a different time. That's all I'm gonna say. F L D, flying under derangement. F U D, fud. Yeah, fud. F Elmer Fud. F U D. Maybe that's what Elmer Fud. Derangement. Maybe that's who Elmer Fud. Maybe that's what Elmer Fud did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good. I like it. In August of 1886, the Charleston earthquake, which I'd mentioned in a past yeah, story on the Charleston, the Charleston jail, jail, it was so big that it actually shook um, the lighthouse all the way in Florida, which I don't know why that blew my mind, but I mean, I, I guess it makes sense because it's on the coast. Um, but it I thought you were the... talking about Pensacola. Yeah. This is, but Pensacola is on the panhandle. And I know. Charleston is on the yeah. other part. Yeah. It was a fact on many websites. It made cracks inside the lighthouse. Yeah. Wow. It shook the lighthouse and it caused the pendulum clock to stop and formed clock or cracks on the inside of the tower. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um it was a pretty big earthquake though. So um so yeah. as you've gathered, um, this lighthouse is pretty tough as hell. And it's, it's been by through a lot. Ducks. 
<laughs> it's haunted by ducks. <laughs> the haunting of the ducks. <laughs> that's not even counting all the hurricanes that it's been through because it's I yeah. it's been through hundreds because I tried to count how many and then I was like screw it I know it I know there's hundreds of hurricanes that's hit the Emerald Coast I called my yeah. dad and I was like dad would you say it's over like overestimating if I say hundreds of em- or hundreds of hurricanes have hit the Emerald Coast and he's like no and I told him the time period and he's like definitely not wow okay. So, enough with the history. That's boring. Whatever. Actually, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, and I've funny. been there. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. I've been there. So, I climbed all the way to the top. It's pretty cool. <gasps> from the outside? The Climbed all the way to the top from the outside? Like Rapunzel? No. Mm, nope. I did not. I How long did it take you to go up the stairs? A really long time. It was. I was very winded. It was very exhausting. Um, So, of course, as I always say, you got to have some deaths to have some ghosts. Uh Um, So from like one source online and then from uh, a show I watched, Ghost Hunters Taps, Uh um, they had – the people at the lighthouse had said that there was a murder that was committed there by like supposedly like a lighthouse keeper or a lighthouse keeper's wife. Yeah. but they couldn't find anything on that, and they were pretty sure that they were confusing it with another death that was there. Um, but other websites had said that there were six people that had died there. But Jeez. I, I wanted to mention that, but I don't think there was a murder there. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Um. So uh, the first two guys I'm going to mention are Thomas and Raymond. They were actually runaway slaves, and they hid in the basement there until they were found, and they were hanged and buried on the property. Oh, that's so um, sad. It is. It's very sad. Um, also, Lizzie and Joey, um, they were children who lived and grew up there. Um, they died of the yellow fever there. Oh, jeez. That was pretty big there, I think, the yeah. yellow fever. And um, what's that? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, six. Okay. And lastly, Ellen um, Mueller. Mueller. Sorry. Mueller. Um <laughs> She uh, she went by Ella. She actually died there um, not long after giving birth to her baby, like a couple months after. She had had a lot of complications during childbirth and like bled out a oh. lot, and she bowed, she died a couple months after. So it's really sad. Breaks my heart. So that's the last of the last of them, luckily. But I mean, that's not even counting like the fact that there was war there. So I'm wondering if yeah. like maybe soldiers had died there too. So I mean, very much. You never know. Yeah. Um, so some paranormal experiences I wanted to mention. Um, people have reported hearing your name called out, especially <gasps> in the basement area where like no! the slaves were. Yeah. Um, taps on shoulders, pulling hair, um, cold sensations, seeing figures at the some people have reported seeing figures at the top, like at the top of the lighthouse from the beach yeah. or from the ground. Oh and, from outside. Um <clears throat> yeah, like walk oh, back creepy. past. Um, some have felt their butt being touched while climbing <laughs> the 177 stairs, and they think that that was actually one of the past keepers, Samuel. I'm not sure why. Um, he was probably touchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, obviously, they've had a ton of EMF, uh, record or readers go off like the lights, um from yes and no questions going off and they've mm-hmm. seemed to be accurate. Um, 
They've heard conversations and talking in the basement. Um, there's a top, there's a trap door in the very top that the stairs lead to where the light is. And it just kind of opens up as you walk in. And it's like, they said it was probably like 20 or 30 pounds in the show. And it gets slammed shut all the time. <gasps> oh. it's, it's too heavy for wind. Yeah, um, that's so creepy. Yeah. Uh, footsteps have been heard. And whenever they were like on the steps in the show that I was, and the Ghost Hunter show that I was watching, they could hear like footsteps throughout, like while they were like walking up the stairs, they would hear like footsteps <gasps> throughout there. And then they would hear it through the house too. Um, I hate that so much. And they would hear like banging and loud noises because all, all the steps are, they're metal. Oh, um, okay. Also, they people have reported seeing shadow figures and like seeing them dissipate, um, hearing hearing objects being thrown, and also seeing them in, being thrown. I think it was like dark at one point when someone said that they had heard something being thrown, but um, just random someone, things getting thrown. Yeah, um, someone that. had seen a piece of metal fly off the wall. What if they hit their um, head? Exactly right, but they're like reported to be like the the ghost hunters said they're, that they're. Their guess is that they're not harmful. They're like they're nice ghosts, and they're just, just there like throwing metal. They're just there. It's fine. Watch out. It's fine. They're fine. It's fine. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Um. So on taps, ghost hunters. Um. They actually did like a like a the two girls, one of two of the ghost hunter girls or whatever. They were in the base basement doing um. <clears throat> asking some questions and whatnot uh -huh. and they felt one of them felt like something touched their head <gasps> and at the same exact time they were like right next to each other the other one felt like a really cold breeze go by her and so they were like Ew. she's like i know i felt something like tap my head and so they felt the cold breeze and so one of them grabbed the thermometer and they were like hey can you it was like 68 degrees in there they're like hey can you bring it down to 65 degrees and so it goes down 67 67 point something 66 point something 65 64.9 65 64.9 oh they're just like kind of trying to keep it at that steady temperature um and also uh i think i said hearing voices and conversations throughout the place they they heard that as well uh -huh. um almost done um also this one was really cool to me he was using his flashlight and he was reading something on the wall and all of a sudden his flashlight goes off and i'm watching it and i'm just like okay cool his battery ran out it probably just got right. from the energy in the room because that commonly happens in like paranormal yeah. the flashlight got switched to off what like something physically turned it um so his flashlight instantly got like switched to off physically um, oh my gosh Bray. yeah yeah and so he switched it back he's like what happened and he's like oh because he was with another guy he's like it got switched to off he's like i don't know what happened so he's like maybe so he's like jiggling around trying to debunk it and nothing would move it and so he switched it back to on and uh -huh. he continues going about what he's doing and then it gets switched back down to off <gasps> or it gets he switches it down to off to test it out and it gets switched back to on and then it happens again. And he was like, I'm just going to go get a new flashlight. <laughs> but it like, it wasn't related to the batteries or the power or anything. Like something That's was so physically creepy. like switching the, the button to off. Like I thought that was really neat. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so that's the last I have as far as the paranormal experiences. Um, as of today, um, in, well, not today, in 1965, um, the lighthouse actually became um, automated and no longer required a keeper. Um, so in hasn't had a keeper since 65. 65. Um, and it is still functional and running today. It's been investigated by many local investigators and also TAPS, which they are my favorite. I love them. Even more than Ghost Adventures. TAPS Ghost Hunters. They're amazing. They also do Roto-Rooter. Roto-Rooter, the plumbing company. Um, I'm pretty sure they just came back too. I love them. Anyway, um, you can actually go on tour here and um, get a workout in your butt and thighs walking up those 177 Well, that's probably steps. why he pinches people. The ghost pinches your butt on the way up because that's <laughs> when like, your butt looks the best. you're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> One of the ghost, uh, ghost hunters girls was walking up the stairs and she was like, thighs and butt, thighs and butt, thighs and butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cute. It's exhausting. I don't know how they went up and down. Like, they went up and down. Like, some of them went up and down multiple times. So, it was a lot. Jeez. But that is the Pensacola Lighthouse. Go to Pensacola. Or if you're going to Pensacola, go check out this lighthouse. Um, the Naval Airspace Museum is also really awesome right next to it. And it's free, I'm pretty sure. It might just be the military. Um, but regardless, it's military. And we need to support yeah. them. They're awesome. Um if you're looking for somewhere to eat, Maguire's Pub. They're amazing, too. They have, like, a billion-dollar bills on the wall. And get yourself a, uh Irish wake and don't get too drunk. Don't get sick off of it. <laughs> I'm so glad whenever we did that Facebook Live that you didn't ask me my most embarrassing moment because it involved that. I think I've told you before, but I'm not going to tell have. you. Yeah. Yep. It was awful. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <sighs> I want to hear about a murder. Or true crime. You know, um, I've got a story for you. Are you ready? Do you? I Am sure I do. ready? It's Hold very on. long, so wait, wait, let me let me get it. Get comfy. Let me get I don't have a blanket in here. Do you want mine? <laughs> here. <laughs> take so my sorry. blanket. Yeah, you can just pass it over. Okay, ready? All right. Okay. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if I went lower. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Can we try it again, please? Yeah. Okay. I just want to see you, it. Do you want my blanket? Yeah, I want your blanket. Can I please have it? Thanks. Great. Sure. Here. Okay. Ugh, great. Ugh. Warm, toasty. <laughs> oh, why didn't we discover this? Why didn't we discover this earlier? No, oh, it just popped up. I was like, how did I not know this? And then I tried to change it because I was like, well, it's kind of past fall, but. I don't even know. It, like, popped up when I added you. Ooh, there's leaves on the table. <sighs> <laughs> we so, just need Leon in the middle. I know. He's at our house. You should go say hi to him. I, I might tomorrow. Anyway, sorry. Okay. That's okay. All right. I'm going to tell you about james warren jones aka jim jones have you heard of him don't drink the kool-aid is that him (laughs) i was gonna say either either the star wars um song guy who does the orchestra sound music oh (laughs) james no that's james old jones never mind that's mufasa (laughs) this is jim jones 
Jim Jones, don't drink the Kool-Aid. I've so, slightly heard this. Sorry. <laughs> this is literally this is a cult story. This is a cult story. You're doing this for me. <laughs> I was the listener request for this. <laughs> yes. So I will say that uh, there is, uh, I was like, how do I convince all of this? You know? So if I, if people, if you're listening and you're like, there's way more, you know, there's more details to that. I am so sorry. I had to figure out a way to like minimize it. So I really kind of focused on just James or Jim Warren Jones instead of like all the other leaders that are out there. Does that make sense? Yeah. So James, AKA Jim Warren Jones was born on May 13th, 1931 to James and Lynetta Jones. Uh, his father was on disability due to a gas attack during world war one. He was super emotionally absent and didn't really love show love towards Jim. Uh, Lynetta was very like free spirited, carefree. She didn't like religion. She didn't believe in like what she called was sky gods. What? I don't know. She was okay. like, I don't believe in those sky gods. <laughs> I don't <Okay>. know. <laughs> so um, she did believe in land gods, though. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um Lynetta, gods, no land gods absolutely 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. lanetta worked constantly she was like a workaholic she didn't even want kids in the first place so she really didn't have that you know maternal instinct um when jim was younger he they ended up moving to indiana um and jim described his childhood as loveless and parent absent that's depressing i know um he really kind of just you know they you know allowed him to like survive basically you know they took care of him but there was like no relationship with his parents um his father was an alcoholic his mom you know didn't even want to be a mom um so like oh this is such a drag to have to take care of this burden. I don't know. Uh, Jim was known to wear pressed slacks, nicely or nice button up shirts, uh, nice shoes every day to school, like church, you know, church clothes. Uh, he formed a baseball team with his, with the kids on his block. Um, he wasn't Practice good at cult. it though. Sorry. <laughs> he formed he a baseball team. He wasn't good at it. <laughs> But he was good at forming the team, like you just said. Um, as a teen, Jim would go to different churches just to, like, check them out. He didn't really settle down with any of the churches, though. He wanted to just, like, observe the different religions. Okay. Um, he would carry around a Bible. And on the weekends, he would go to different shopping centers and just, like, preach the Bible. Um. And what he did was, like, he would preach the Bible, but also, like, talk, preach about equality. Like, everyone should be even, like, equal. Because it was the 30s, so there was a lot of... Uh, right, women's rights and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, he did a lot of that type of preaching, which I thought was kind of cool. 
Um, at 17, he got a job at a hospital and was a candy striper. Do you know what a candy striper is? Yeah. They take care yeah. of the patients and go yeah, and read like, them and stuff. Yeah, like a tech. He would, you know, do that. He would also, like, uh, um, it, they didn't say he was a candy striper, but that's what I said he was because that's what I pictured. Uh, but he was like a tech. He would clean up the throw up and handle the, you know, amputated limbs and candy striper. Random... Maybe yeah, they didn't have a name striper. for them back then. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my mom was a candy striper at one time. Oh, that's cute. Did she yeah. wear a uniform? I don't know. Maybe, but her name the was Candy, reason, so I... I thought it was very fitting. <gasps> oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. That is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jim loved it, loved that, you know, the medical field so much that he wanted to go into medicine. And in 1948, Jim met a nursing student who worked there named Marceline. They started dating and she like fell in love with him because he was devoted. He devoted his life to care for others and saw everyone just as an equal. And she like loved that about him. Um, they ended up getting married in June of 1949, and before they were married, Marceline was under the impression that Jim was a Christian, which Christians believe in the Holy Spirit, God, and Jesus. After right. they got married, she, like, slowly learned that Jim didn't even believe in her God, so uh, they would get into, like, superheated arguments about this, and but they didn't believe in divorce. Or it's a pretty she big didn't. deal breaker. It is uh they were getting like these super big arguments but she's like i can't leave him because that wasn't you know you get frowned upon for doing that in the 30s um so she stuck with it he would often take her to local african-american churches um he said that he was drawn to them because they were more free-spirited no you know like the traditional yeah like super uh, hyped up yeah, super hyped up, uh, loud during worship. Yeah. They loved how, you know, he just loved how fun they were. Yeah. Um, which I up. do too. Honestly. Yeah, I do too. I know. That's what, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, he found one that he really loved and he became a member there. In 1941, Jim was uh, 21 years old and he actually became a student <laughs> pastor. Um, and he was like, ah, uh, yes. This is my new calling to become a pasta. After one year, he learned he didn't like to be told what to do. So he opened up his own church in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, uh, and Indianapolis, Indi Indianapolis. Sorry. Indianapolis. I know it's a mouthful. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. <laughs> um, at least I'm like able to kind of pronounce it because I've never been able to pronounce it before. <laughs> it's okay there's words I, I can't pronounce yeah um so this church was a blend of christian new age spiritual spirituality and radical social justice um which surprisingly attracted a lot of people everyone was welcomed black whites everyone you know everyone um and Mar Marceline was also a leader at the church, uh, but she was more of like the paperwork type of gal. Uh, so, uh, which I thought was kind of cool considering they like had that like difference between them. So, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, their church was growing at a rapid rate, and the building they were in was getting too small for for their loyal followers. They didn't have the money to just like up and move. He didn't want to ask his followers because for donations because they were in a lower income area. Right. Um, so uh he knew that most of his congregation didn't have the money. So Jim's like, what do I do? Well, he just he came up with this plan to attract more people. How would he do this? By performing miracles. So he started small, commanding headaches and coughs to disappear. Um, and the way that his congregation like reacted to it, it was like a like a full-on production, like a like a concert sort of thing. You know, he would <laughs> he would be like, Do you who here has a headache? And they would like raise their hand and he'd be like, Okay, come here. I name the Holy Spirit, your headache be gone. Boof. And They'd be like, wow, it's gone. So have a headache in the first place, right? (laughs) So uh, because of that, word got out. And they're like, have you heard of this guy that can like make your cough go away? And so people were showing up and he got tons of more members. Um, And those members, because they weren't just in the lower income, those people were donating. Gotcha. So money was a rolling in and he just, you know, must started be doing- nice. Yeah. He got <laughs> lots of Patreon donors. <laughs> we sound so awful. Right just now. kidding. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm just kidding. So, uh, he, <laughs> I'm not gonna, <laughs> uh, he would start doing, you know, guest appearances just to like help expose himself and to get more people who would go to other churches and stuff like that. So, um, he didn't think that the other churches at first would believe in his healing powers. So he would only allow a select few from these churches like into the in crowd and he would bring a few friends from his own church as like plant audience audience plants um and he he you know he would say like oh yeah i used to have a heart defect or his plants would be like i used to have a heart defect but because of jim i'm healed so suddenly he is like going from headaches to like cancer huge problems that just can't be solved like that not to be solved none of them can be <laughs> jim jim uh yeah and so the people were like wow that's amazing at one church he brought uh, an audience plant and they were like jumping up and down claiming after claiming after jim, jim demanded for them to be healed they long no longer had cancer and oh my gosh yeah and and then they died two months later and then they died two months later yeah (laughs) um so because of this it brought in way more money people were like oh my gosh like he's a prophet uh he finally had enough money to perch a larger church he changed the name from community unity to the people's (laughs) temple community unity (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I feel like that name's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
he did change it to the people's temple. Do you want to know why he changed it to the people's temple? Because the community unity was obviously taken because that's a awesome name. What was it? <laughs> because why? the word temple was already carved into the front of the church, the building <laughs> that he bought. It was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, so something Jim did do that I did really think that was cool was him and some of his members of his congregation would go to local restaurants and they would that would only serve white people and they would peacefully protest until the owners would give in and serve people of all color. That's so cool. That was, yeah. And in return of them just saying like, fine, we'll do it. Jim would add them to a list of places that allowed all all races, and he would hand that list out to his members. So they would get, in return of doing that, they got tons of business. Yeah. Um, That's actually pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I really like that. I was like, good job, Jim. we We can learn some tips from him. Yeah. Is this a cult? Is this a cult? Maybe. <laughs> What's with the neighbors? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the neighbors are the cult. The whole neighborhood. Dum, dum, dum. So in 1965, Jim, his wife, and his four children, one was biological, three were adopted, moved out to Ukiah, California, and opened up his people's, temp- people's temples, people's temple there. And about 60 to 75 people of his church followed him, which, wow, that's dedication. Right? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you're leaving? Okay, I'll get a new church. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Uh, Jim was pretty upset, but that not more people followed him there. And he was like, not as hot, you know, the church wasn't as hot, you know, back in Indianapolis, Indianapolis. So he was like, really struck, like on top of his thought that he, his church is going to fail. His marriage was also struggling with Marceline. Um, They had been married for 20 years and it was just, you know, it wasn't going well. Marceline was bedridden most of the time because she had really bad back pain. So the intimacy of their relationship was non-existent. Jim ended up having an affair with a younger, cuter member of his church, um, which was against what he preached, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, oops. Whoopsies. So Jim, (laughs) I messed up. So Jim went to his wife of 20 years and proposed this situation to her. He's like, look. You're my wife. I love you so much unconditionally, but I'm going to continue to see this other girl to satisfy my sexual needs. We both will be happy that way. And Marceline was like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, better. Well, what am I, I guess supposed to do? There's not really anything I can do about it. She can't up and leave him. She doesn't ha- she can't even hey, have fun. Yeah. Okay. Bye. She, you know, she couldn't leave him. Even if she did leave him, like she's, she's not financially set up. Right. So she was stuck. Um, I know. And so, yeah, dude. Um, Jim told his church, he's like, can't lie to you guys. 
listen here. I know I preached about how you need to be faithful to your spouse, blah, blah, blah. But that chick right there, I banged. And <laughs> the church was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> High fives all around. <laughs> High fives all around. Yeah, get it. <laughs> They like they were fine with it. It was so bizarre. Uh, Jim would travel with some of his members to larger cities to bring in more members. He would set up booths and perform these miracles and would sell photos of himself for five bucks, which <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing. <laughs> right <laughs> here. Uh, here's this picture. Here's five. Bu- you owe me five bucks. Here, what? Here's a picture of me. Who is I this? I know you don't it's know me. me. Yeah. <laughs> freaking weird this is terrifying (laughs) so during his little traveling sermons he would have a clipboard while he's like preaching to everybody a couple clipboards would go around and people were like told to write down their name and addresses and phone numbers and stuff for marketing purposes and he would mail these out to you know mail pamphlets and schedules and special appearance dates and stuff like that and he got members that way. And also some people even like turned around and like sent him money back. Um, wow. So I'm going to read that. We should. Should we sit on the corner and start preaching and like hand out a clipboard? Is that, no, that's not what you meant. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. Kind of. <laughs> um, uh, the People's Temple opened up secondhand stores. Uh, sort of like a salvation army they people would donate clothes and they would turn around and sell it for money um and the church members would volunteer there the uh, people's temple also grew to a few different locations las vegas san francisco and i think san diego dang i didn't realize they got so big yeah they had a couple different locations dang And as the people's temple grew, so did Jim's ego. He would shame his members. Of course. Uh, He would shame his members for not spending 100% of their time with or for the temple. He prohibited people from going out to the movies, bowling. Um, If it didn't involve anything for the church, he didn't allow it. Um, He'd be like, listen, you're going to the movies, but you could be spending that five bucks at the movies you could be sending it to the to the temple instead wow Um, yeah he also discouraged romantic relationships because it took their attention away from the church and couples who joined the church as a married couple that was fine but their time was very limited and were told to like constantly be doing chores and duties around the church uh yeah so they finally bought buses and uh which allowed that's more what you people- buy yeah buses buses it allowed more people to travel with him and would make appearances at other churches wowing everyone he still only used planted audience members to be healed because oh so he was still doing his miracles and stuff he was still doing his miracles but only the people at his church were being right. healed right uh he would occasionally call <laughs> Ooh, this was I hated this part. So uh, it made me gag. Uh, He would only occasionally call out someone's name from an index card and would like 
that wasn't part of the church and would claim the Lord told them that they had a disease or a cancer. He'd be like, uh, Chelsea Martin, the Lord told me you have cancer. And <gasps> everyone would be like, oh, what? And so then a church nurse would go over to the person in the crowd swab their throat to like prepare their mouth for the healing and she the nurse would like drop a uh chicken liver Ew. in <clears throat> their throat which would cause them to gag and then she would be like it spit it out up. yeah she'd be like spit it out spit it out you have some of it she, you have something in your throat and so the person would spit it <laughs> I, I miss you so much <laughs> I miss you so freaking much <laughs> she would be like spit it out they'd be like, <laughs> like spit it gag reflex is so sensitive so they they would cough it up and she they would cough it into her hand i'm fine (laughs) and so there was like this chicken liver in her hand and she'd be like look it it's the cancer (laughs) it's the same thing you just swallowed so they wait. So they didn't know they were coughed. They didn't know that they were swallowing a chicken liver. No, because she would like. Gotcha. It's okay. You don't have to explain. I got it. Everybody else has it. I'm sure. Guys, don't make yeah, Amy she, throw up. We just like. <coughs> I'm fine. For the people that listen who have a sensitive gag reflex as well, we apologize. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> but for the people that don't. This is gold. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love oh, you. I'm sorry. Dude. So she'd be like, look at the cancer. And and then like Jim would be like, heal them. Lord, heal them. Cough it up. Oh, you're healed. I'm wow, so it's sad. a miracle, Jim. It's a miracle. You threw up chicken liver. <laughs> So around 1971, Jim started abusing pills and getting energy in the morning to get energy in the morning. And then he would take more pills at night to go to sleep. Same. Yeah. Uh, but these were like bad for you pills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then his, he actually got those pills from his followers because they were like some of the followers were like in the pharmaceutical field. So it was like easy access for him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, He would hide his bright eyes from being drugged out on his pills um, with these big dark sunglasses. And he would wear them like all the time, 24 seven, because he didn't want people to see his red eyes. Um, He told his followers that his inner spiritual powers were so strong that he had to wear sunglasses to shield his followers from it. And if they looked at him directly, his spiritual powers would burn them. Wow. That that makes perfect sense. sense. It It does. It really does. I totally get that. 
Yeah. Sometimes you know, I don't want to stare at people. By... My eyes burn my children sometimes when I give them that look. Yes. What are you <laughs> and doing? They just like they quiver. Okay. Sorry. The I'm mom sorry. look. Yeah, the mom look. That's what he's different. giving everyone is the mom look. It's the That's mom it look. Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, the drugs were also heightened. His drugs also heightened his paranoia. Paranoia, uh, which he would preach to his followers that the government, CIA, and FBI were tapping their wires and were after them. So they were told to always be on high alert. He oh would, like, gosh! Every time, every single like sermon or whatever like talk that he would have with his followers all he was doing was like putting fear into their heads like there people were after them and like constantly being feared like that's what dictators do yeah they make you fear them yep the followers would call jim and marceline mom and dad which is wait they would call they would what they would call him ma or him dad they would call him dad and marceline they would call mom oh that's so weird that's not right no can you imagine like a 80 year old be like hi dad dad Dad, hello here's my offering for today so weird Um, The women in his congregation believed that it was their duties to sexually satisfy Jim since it was known that his poor wife couldn't. So they all like became his sex partners. Just the women though. No men. But even though the other lady was his kind of like. Yeah, they all just like stepped up and helped him out with that. Wow, that was so he didn't generous. Ask them to, yeah, he didn't ask them, but... No, oh, I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure, I'm didn't. sure... I'm definitely positive he probably never said, like, I need to be taken care of. It's pretty gross. Disgusting. Uh, they found a spot in Guyana. I might be pronouncing that wrong. <clears throat> uh, which In South America for their promised land in jonestown uh guyana in jonestown uh, yeah wow wonder what? if you picked that because of his name oh i didn't even think of that <laughs> jonestown maybe that would be pretty Probably. clever i mean yeah. if i were to run a cult i'd be looking for like Briannaville. yeah Brieville. you know you're right I, and we would all have, eat brie cheese. Oh, that'd Just be saying. so yummy. Yep. I want to be there. I'll go. Yep. I'll be a right-hand man. <laughs> she um, scored every night. <laughs> <laughs> so they, he wanted to find this place that would be safe uh, for everyone. Um. <clears throat> From everyone else and for the government, from the government. Uh, the mission statement for the promised land was the promised land would be an, an escape to avoid martial law and um, concentration camps that would soon be taking over America. So they're like wanting to avoid that, I guess. Was this during the Second World War? That would no, make it was sense. in the 30s. 
Yeah. And that in the um, was it the forties? That was the forties. Never mind. Sorry. No, because he can. They I they talked about. I was going to mention this later, but they talked about uh, the Jews. Okay. And they compared themselves to the Jews. Okay. In Germany. So I don't know. Anyways. Okay. So there was not enough. Oh, yeah. Because this would be later. This is in 1977. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He was born in the 30s and stuff. Yeah. He was born in the 30s. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Yes. This is May. May of. 1977 i don't know if i said that or not but yeah so they found this land and they like he claimed that there was going to be concentration camps that would be soon be taking over america and so like this was their safe haven um there was not enough cottages for all of his followers that uh went with him so they had built it they had to like build them themselves and they were built their goal was to build a self-sustaining community um, but nothing, not a nail, not a tool or a plant, nothing was purchased without Jim's approval. Although the relationships were discouraged, they would happen, uh, but they had to apply for a couple to go into a relationship together, and Jim had to what? sign off on it. What? Yep. And just the opposite, if they wanted to break up he would have to approve it what can you imagine like if you're in a relationship and you hate each other and jim's like no i see you guys working this out there's some potential there there's potential you guys are cute together you've got blonde hair and blue eyes he's got blonde hair and blue eyes i think you guys will work out (laughs) i hate it i hate it i hate it um any incoming mail or outgoing mail was opened before it was passed on to the person that it was meant for. And if they didn't approve of the mail that was like going out, like someone was mailing something to someone, if they didn't approve of what that person said, it didn't get sent. He can have all of my mail. <laughs> right. <laughs> bills, 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 medical bill, medical bill, medical bill. <laughs> uh, pay the- it. <laughs> I hope you pay it. Right. The cottages were so overcrowded. Uh, there was hardly like any place to sleep or sit or breathe without like someone else being there. Um, it was awful. They were, and the water was polluted because of where they were at. So <sighs> they were told to keep their mouths closed while showering to prevent from getting sick. Oh my gosh. Um, but Jim. Jim lived in a nice cabin with his wife and his favorite mi- mis- favorite mistresses. Oh, of course. Um, they had spaci- a spacious living room, soft beds, a generator for air, filtered water, like and like these his followers that also like all their if they're old enough and they got social security checks, all those checks, all that money <gasps> was going because he was getting their mail. He was getting their mail. So like jerk. these poor people were getting all of like being treated terribly. And he was just like, no, I don't, I need Brita water. Sorry. Right. 
awful. So, uh, ew. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Food was limited. They were literally living off of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Um, you they can only live had... off of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Just saying, it has everything that you need. A- absolutely. Same with but potatoes. I bet after like the fourth month of having it, <laughs> you'd be sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, let me just sprinkle some dirt on it to get it a little crunch. I hate creamy. That's what they um, used to make the people in Big Brother eat for the people who were the. What do they call them? The have-nots. The have-nots used to only be able to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and now they have to eat slop. I would much rather peanut butter and jelly sandwiches than slop. Uh, was it crunchy peanut butter or creamy? I don't know. Maybe they had a choice between the both. Because I would, I would pick crunchy because <clears throat> I don't like I like Doritos butter. on my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, that's yummy. That is yummy. <gasps> you like that too? It is. I, I, I prefer like Lay's or Pringles. But some kind of crunch. Yeah, some type of chip in it. Yeah. So yummy. Peanut butter and jelly. They were living off of it. Oh, so they were living off of peanut butter and jelly. And once a week after on Sundays or whatever day he preaches, he would give everyone a cookie. Oh, that's so generous. So nice. Um, and they also only had water to drink and then they would had Kool-Aid powder that they could use to mix into the water if they wanted to. Okay. 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 Yep. So take away the disgusting taste. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm sure it's nasty. Yeah. Right. Um, if you broke a rule, you were separated from everyone else. No one was allowed to look at that person or speak to them. And they were required to run everywhere, which was a very bizarre what? rule. Yeah. It's so like <laughs> if you broke a rule. So like, there's a guy on TikTok, TikTok that does running with everything. Oh, <laughs> all I can think about. of is picture him. <laughs> he like runs to go make a sandwich and then he'll run yeah. to go vacuum the living room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all I can picture is him. Like instead of walking, they had to run. We go run to use the bathroom. Gotta pee. Hold on. <laughs> you like get up to throw something away. You run to the trash can. <laughs> so weird. Weird. Uh, the population. How would you not be able to look at that person though? <laughs> I'm so glad you included that part. <laughs> uh, the population came over. Uh, came to over 900 people, dude. Holy cow. Over 900 people. I was like, when I first heard this story, I didn't know about the population. I thought it was yeah, like maybe, me neither. maybe 50 people. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So every night they would meet and Jim would preach to them. And he would also include like what's going on in the United States, which he didn't like tell them the truth. He would like, m- it was mostly just consist of like stories that he would make up. And he would like, camps. Yeah. And he would just like ramble on until like two o'clock in the morning, just about stuff. You just know? bored. He was just bored. So he was talking to these people and these people were listening to him. Uh, Jim was getting more and more frustrated because he could tell and would hear that his people were becoming more and more unhappy. You know, we were living off of peanut butter and jelly and 
they had nowhere to sleep and shitty I get water. It. Yeah. And can you imagine? Like it's South America, so it's super hot too. Right. Yeah. Probably tons of bugs. Ew. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> oh, all the mosquitoes, dude. Ugh. Ugh. Because it was on the coast too, so I bet there was a lot of mosquitoes. Yeah. A few people did manage to escape. Um, and they did speak out to the media and of course Jim found out and told his followers the troops were coming to take away the children because of what people were saying. <sighs> uh, so they started to smuggle in guns and Jim formed a security team to keep people out. Low-key people keeping people in. Uh, and the followers followers would get scared because security would actually threaten them if they didn't follow the rules so they'd be like i'm gonna hurt you if you don't follow these rules so the people were starting to get scared of the security guards which Jesus, is really sad like a concentration camp yeah dude dude yeah sorry february of <laughs> 1978 jim called everyone in for an emergency meeting he stated that the troop. Are you laughing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just like heard this breathing. Uh, February of 1978, Jim called everyone in for an emergency meeting. He stated that the troops were coming in in a matter of hours and that they were going to be killed, even the children. <gasps> no, baby. Not the children. Yeah. Uh, Jim told the them. Ra- Not the children. Uh, Jim told them rather than them being killed, they will be taking their own lives. And some of the followers agreed, but many of them were like, take my chances. Yeah. Can we just like leave? And Jim's like, no. So large pictures were brought out. Like, I, I guess they were more like buckets, you know, like big containers were brought out and they were uh, told to fill up a cup and drink the dark liquid, mm. which mm. would kill them in about 40 minutes. And everyone drank it. Not one person didn't drink it. And he preached the entire time. Uh, after everyone was done with their drink, Jim was like, psych you didn't drink anything poisonous it was all a test to see if you would die for How the cause you are mm-hmm. Jeez. which is really sad because he knew that he had complete control over them now they don't know when he's serious yep um as a reward they were allowed to be off duty for the rest of the day like aww. Jim. so considerate so considerate uh, you mean we can yeah. run <laughs> <laughs> go right we can, home we can walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah right we can walk so people back in the united states who had family in jonestown aka the promised land were concerned because either they haven't heard from them or they were getting concerning letters that did not make sense they were very weird um 
So they kept pressing the media, you know, going to local police, you know, somebody needs to be looking into this place that my my family member or my friend has gone to. And so eventually a congressman went out there. I forgot his name uh, to check out to, you know, check them out. He took a team and some uh, news press and went down to South America on a little plane. Uh, during his day visit, he was actually pretty surprised. The visitors were very, you know, obviously on their best behavior, cheerful and happy. You know, nothing, nothing was concerning. He didn't see anything concerning. Right. Um, on his way out of the compound, a few of the members did go up to him and they're like, hey, can I get, can I get a ride on your car, on your, on your plane, please? I, I want to leave. And he's like, of course. Uh, while, uh, the vehicle was passing the gates, the security guard started shooting at the vehicle. <gasps> so they're like, we got to get the heck out of here. So they rushed to the airstrip and like was trying to quickly get on the plane. Unfortunately, the security guards followed them and shot at the plane and the people boarding it. They ended up killing five of the mem- uh, five people total. Uh, three members, the congressman, and one of the press people, and and eleven people total was wounded or killed. Um, the security came back and quietly told Jim what had happened, and Jim was like on over the intercom, called everyone in for emergency meeting to the pavilion. Uh, he told the members that one of the people on the plane planned, planned on shooting the pilot and the deaths would be blamed on the people of Jonestown. Uh, be, he, you know, said like, they're going to shoot the pilot. The plane's going to be over the jungle and crash and everyone's going to die and it's going to be on us. Um, so he's like, but I have a solution to spare the children from torture and the old people from being slaughtered, it is time to drink the poison. And so many of the members begged them to, like, leave. Every single video, preach, meeting, whatever it is that he had was recorded. Oh, snap. And, yeah. And so I listened to the last video because it was the last taping. I listened to it. And this one woman kept asking, her name was Christine. She kept saying like, why can't we just try Russia? Cause like, I guess Russia was a, a an option for maybe for them to go to. And she was like, can we please try Russia? And he's like, Russia won't accept us. No. And like poor Christine. Oh my gosh. She, it was like 40 minutes long. And the whole time she's like, please let's try Russia. And he's like, no, oh, she didn't want to die. Mm-mm. Uh, so uh a lot of the people though on in the video uh in the recording like was constantly thanking him and being like you're wonderful jim you've done so much for us and we gotta do what jim says because he knows best it's so sad dude um but unfortunately all of them ended up drinking the kool-aid flavored poison the next the next day, uh, the Guyana, Guyana Defense Force troops went into Jonestown and found bodies literally everywhere. 
Oh no, kids and everything, uh, huh? Mm-hmm. They were there were a few bodies that were found that had injection marks on them, which they believed may like the person may have refused, and so they held them down oh, and he injected forced them, injected Aww. them with the the thing. Uh, Jim and one of his mistresses were found on the stage with a gunshot wound to the head, which, okay, you didn't want that 40 minutes of torture. Like, that's rude. Right. Like, you made everyone else go through it. Exactly. Piece of crap. Yep. The death total was 909 people. Oh, my gosh. 909. I like yep. when you said like fifth like you thought like whenever you heard about this it was like yeah. 50 I thought so too like yeah 909 people almost a thousand people oh my gosh. chose to drink this Kool-Aid and die for oh. this man oh no uh the FBI obviously found a buttload of evidence but I did want to point out a few things uh he found $700,000 worth of cash in suitcases in his cabin because uh, when they weren't getting enough money, because like they were getting donations from people overseas. Right. But it like they, he was like, it's not enough. It's not enough. So they started um, taking wood and like carving like cars and trains out of wood. And then going into the town nearby and selling it for cash. Right. Right. And so he would take that money because it all went back to him. Yeah. It's all for him. So he, he had seven, $700,000 worth of cash uh, in, in his cabin. And he had multiple bank accounts totaling of $7 million worth of money. Oh my gosh. Yep. I wonder uh, what they did with that. I will tell you, oh. uh, but obviously he wasn't spending on the, on the count compound. So like, what, what was your plan with this money, dude? Right. Uh, 490 bodies were never identified due to decompose, po- decomposure, uh, from the heat. Cause I mean, they were out there for yeah, like a week. Faster. It decomposed faster. And, you know, a lot of these people didn't go to the dentist and like, years and years and years and years so they couldn't even you know decomposure so they couldn't use fingerprints or their teeth um dental records so they didn't unfortunately they were never identified um a cemetery in california offered ground to do a mass burial for those members though which is really nice um the churches that he had opened still like in the United States, uh, were obviously shut down, and the money can't imagine he, why. Yeah, right. The money he had, like that millions of dollars and uh, and the cash they used to help repay the victims' families. Oh, so, cool. That's good. Yeah, and in that video mm-hmm. that I was, or not, it's not a video. It's just like a tape recording. Uh. You can hear him like he's he like there's a lot of children crying because they're scared. They don't know what's they're hearing these words of like dying and and death and all this stuff. So they're you can clearly hear these children crying and like 
at one point someone else takes a microphone and they're talking about like we gotta do this for the righteousness and we'll come back as something you know in our second life or whatever and he goes over to the children and he's like plopping he's like knock it off it's time for you to stop crying knock it off and like telling dick i hate him parent yeah telling the mom like mama you need to shut them up and it's so sad it's Mm. terrible uh he talked about uh what else did he talk about he i i wish i wrote some of this stuff down because i was like i cannot believe you would say that to these people but i was just like i was doing my makeup and listening to it so you know the the relaxing of a murder yeah documentary and doing your makeup while doing same time. makeup absolutely <laughs> that was oh i'm so glad you oh that was a good one oh that was a really good one so let's have a palette cleanser it's not very long it's okay but it's it's fine trust me <laughs> It was a very long story. <laughs> it was so good, though. Everybody, your story last week in this, or your story, episode 11 in this week, kicked ass. Thank Great you. Great stories, Amy. Good job. I loved them. Thank you. I'll have to do bad next week. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I have a story intended. Oh, uh, sh- just a heads up, guys. I already know what I'm doing next week, and it's going to be a good one. So, uh yeah. Strap in. Strap in. <laughs> Buckle up. I don't know. Okay. So this is from Next Door App. I don't have the name of the person, but need to rehome a dog. Small terrier tends to bark a lot. If interested, let me know and I'll jump over my neighbor's fence and get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i feel yeah i feel it's short but it is sweet i love it not sweet at all (laughs) my neighbor's dog is annoying as hell who wants it (laughs) (laughs) oh your neighbor's dog is the best barrett oh yes he is he's the sweetest baby a good baby yeah he is should we get out of here oh my god yeah i've got to go make some nachos i'm starving so uh guys um you know where to find us if especially by now like if you don't know where to find us by now then you You're just lost. need to jump on yeah 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 lost guys um we're on every podcast platform um some of the big ones spotify uh google apple um, apple on apple it'd be great if you can write a review not just a rating but also a review it helps us out tremendously um don't forget to follow and like us on all of our social media platforms we are on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and you can just search uh wwtn podcast um our website is what's with the neighbors.com and from there you can find our patreon uh, which is patreon.com forward slash what's with the neighbors and for five dollars a month you can see exclusive content uh we talked about this earlier in the podcast so i'm not gonna like go on and on and on about it but for five bucks a month it's a uh unedited video 
of the podcast recording and you can see like today you can see me gagging for <laughs> what seemed like 15 minutes and our beautiful faces and um things that are not on spotify or stitcher or wherever else you get it plus early or listen yes and it comes out on friday instead of sunday so that's awesome too um it's five bucks a month that's it yep and uh yeah also feel free to slide into our dms with any questions comments or even story suggestions or if you just want to tell us how your day is um and that's at wwtnpodcast at gmail.com and have you checked in on the neighbors What's with the neighbors? Amy and Bree. Out. Out. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, ready? What's with the neighbors? <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Love you, Bree. I'll see you. In Love a you. Days. Have a good night. Yay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.